Grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us hear the word of God as we find written in the 92nd Psalm, the first verse. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Let God open thou my lips, that my mouth may show forth thy praise. Amen. Good evening, dear friends in Christ Jesus. This, as you know, is our annual Thanksgiving service. Of all of our national holidays, we can say of the Thanksgiving Day that it is the one that has a religious tone to it. At the call of the President of the United States, we have been asked to go to our respective churches and to give thanks to God. And here we are this evening. I suppose all of us have plans for tomorrow. Some of us will be visiting our loved ones. Others of us will have loved ones visiting us. And still others of us will remain at home with the loved ones at the heart. We are to give thanks to God. We are to come into his courts with thanksgiving. We are to enter again his courts with praise. We may say tonight, uh, that's easier said than done. We may say to ourselves as Christians, to be honest, uh, how do you get yourself? to be thankful. We may say, I don't feel that there's so much to be thankful for. And therefore, if I am to give thanks, I, I feel sort of like a hypocrite. I feel that I'm just a sham. I'm a just a make-believe. How do you give thanks when you wonder what you've got to give thanks for? And I'm sure that you and I know as Christians that the way to give thanks is to start to give thanks and if we feel that there isn't so much to be thankful for, that means that when we are here in God's house tonight, we ought to just stop for a moment and do some thinking. I hope that you and I can take this time just to do a little thinking about some of the things that we have experienced in our Christian life and as citizens of this nation, and then to offer thanks. This is why we came. We want to thank God, so let's do it. And so, God, that's why we're here tonight. We've come into this sanctuary to thank you. And even though we may have feelings of hypocrisy and of falseness and of pretense, nevertheless, we want to express thanks and we want to first do some thinking so that we can be sure that there is much for which to express our gratitude to you. And God, as we are here tonight to say thank you, we think first of all of the kind of a God that you are, that you have made yourself known to us as one God and as three persons. And as we think about that God, we do find reason to thank you. We realize that the arithmetic of heaven is far different than the arithmetic that we have down here on earth. 
We know, God, that down here three times one equals three, and yet up there, Lord God, you tell us that three times one equals one, that you are just one God, and yet you are three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And as we reflect tonight on your very essence and your very nature, God, we do find reason to give thanks because we know that that truth of you being a trinity didn't originate in the mind of man. God, we think and we reflect and we know uh, that must have come from you out of heaven. And so as we think tonight, we are grateful and we are thankful because you've answered one thing that bothers us until we find satisfaction and assurance. You have answered that you must be the one and the only true God that lives because no man ever dreamed that you are one God and yet three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So as we think tonight, God, and we've come to say thank you, we are grateful for this, that we aren't groping. We aren't looking in doubt and despair and wondering whether there's a God. We who have accepted your word realize that you are the one and the only God. You have made yourself known to us that we look up to you because we don't understand you. We don't grope and we aren't seeking for something that we can't find. For that assurance, Lord God, tonight, that as we talk to you, that we know you're there, and we know that you're hearing, and we know that you're the one and only true God, and that peace which comes in, that feeling of satisfaction and confidence, we, we say thank you, Lord God. We're doing some thinking tonight. God, it's hard to turn on thankfulness until we first give a little time to think about some of the things. And as we think about you tonight, Lord God, we are grateful also that you are an eternal God, that you have told us that before the mountains were brought forth or ever you formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting your God. And as we think about that, Lord God, and we say to ourselves, well, what blessing do I have in the fact that, God, that you are eternal? That means to us, Lord God, that you are not subject to time. You lived before time began. Therefore, we are reminded tonight of the fact that you told us that with you a thousand years, why, they're just like a day, and that a day is just like a thousand years. And you know, sometimes, God, uh, we wonder in this long time, and we wonder why you don't do something, and why you're not in a hurry, and uh, we get the idea at times that uh, time is bigger than you are, and that you're sort of a slave to it, and that you simply must knuckle down to it. But when you remind us that you are the God of time and that you existed before time began and that time to you means nothing that you live in the eternal presence, then we know this, Lord God, we have this comfort that even as you took what seems to us such a long time, a 4,000 years to send your son into the world from the time of Adam, that to you time is just like a day, even though it may be thousands of years, you are never in a hurry. We have this confidence then, Lord God, that since you aren't in any hurry, you, you are a God 
that is long-suffering. And uh, therefore, we thank you tonight uh, that when we have strayed off the deep edge, and when we have turned away from you in disgust, and when we have turned our back on you, and when we have ridiculed you, and we've walked out on you that you didn't strike us dead on the spot. You could have, and you should have. And the reason why you didn't is because you're long-suffering. It's because you're not subject to time. It may seem like a long time to us, but not to you. The reason you hold back, you are long-suffering. You don't want to cut off our day of grace. You want to give us a chance, and all of us, tonight we thank you that you're not a slave of time, and you're not in a big hurry, because if you were, Lord God, all of us would have to say, none of us would be here. You would have cut us off and damned us long ago. But you've given us every opportunity because you're a patient God. Oh, we've come, God, and it, it's hard to turn on thankfulness until we stop and think just a little bit. And as we think about you and we wonder what we've got to be thankful for, we also remember that you have told us that you are an almighty God. When we reflect on that, to think that you have all power, that you can do anything, then, Lord God, this thought comes to us. You didn't have to create this world. We know that. When you and the Son and the Holy Spirit existed and there was no time, you didn't have to call a universe into existence by the power of your word, but you did. We realize, Lord God, you didn't have to show your omnipotence by creating angels 10,000 times 10,000, a hundred million and more ministering spirit. You didn't have to do that. And you didn't have to create a being called man. And you didn't have to create a planet called earth. And you didn't have to put human beings on the earth. You didn't have to create them in righteousness and holiness, but you did. And that's why, Lord God, we say to ourselves, we have a lot to be thankful for that you're an all-powerful God because you've created us. You've given us life. You've given us a tremendous country in which to live. You didn't have to allow the United States of America to come into existence but you did. And you don't have to protect it unless you so desire and you're able to and we know you have the power and we're very grateful when we think of your all-powerfulness. We've got a lot to be thankful for. You've given us our body and soul, our eyes and our ears, our reason and all of our senses and you still preserve them. And Lord God, because of your power, when we stop and think there are a number of times that we've been in grave danger, but you told us about your angels that watched over us. Oh, we didn't see them. But oh, if we only knew in our lives the number of times you snatched us from death and you have preserved us because of your guardian angels, well, then we'd begin to realize that there's a lot to thank you for. If we just stop and take a little time and do a little thinking, it's hard to be thankful until we do some thinking.
And because you have preserved us, because you have given us the measure of health that we have, and you've given us friends, when we stop and consider, uh, then it isn't so hard, Lord God, to say thank you, and we appreciate some of these things. We look at you, Lord God, and we've come to church tonight because we, we wanted to talk to you. We wanted to, to say thank you. And we, we don't want to do it in the spirit of hypocrisy, and we don't want to say, what have I got to be thankful for? Because when we just stop and think, oh, there's a lot for which to be thankful. God, uh, we're thankful that you have told us that you're a God that knows everything. Oh, there are times when all of us, we get the blues. There are times when we, we rather despair and we get despondent and we wonder why we're alive and we, we sort of wish we weren't. We wonder why we were ever born. Uh, we get sick of living. We feel we can't stand another day. Then, Lord God, there, there comes a groan within us and we're miserable. And we want to tell you about it and we, we can't even express it in words. We don't know what to tell you. But to know that you're an all-knowing God, when we stop and think, you've told us that even a groan, even when we, we just groan, that you understand. Oh, you're, you understand our groans. You're, you're more than a mother to us. We know that our mothers would know the different cries. Lord God, you know them too. You know some of the groans that come from the depths of our soul. We want to thank you that when we can't put it in words, we just feel there's no reason to live and we don't care if there's a tomorrow. And then we turn and we just cry. We don't know what's wrong with us, but you can understand a groan just like our mothers did. Thanks that you understand, that you always have a perfect diagnosis when we don't have the faintest idea why at times we feel so low and so depressed and so sad. When we cry, we don't know what we're crying about. We thank you, God, that you're a God that you understand. And as we just take a little time tonight, God, to talk to you and to just to think over some of the things of our life, we're, we're grateful also that with this understanding that you're a God of perfect wisdom. When we reflect on your wisdom, God, that you take this knowledge that you have about us and you use it always in the best way. All of us, we think back in the days gone by and we think of some of the wonderful things that have happened to us. And here you were guiding us and at the time it didn't, it didn't seem like that. Oh, God, we think of some of the wonderful friends that we just casually met. Those friends perhaps later became our husband or our wife. Just a, a little casual acquaintance. And later on, we looked back and we, we saw your guidance. But you were concerned. You guided our life. It just didn't seem so at the time. But we saw your wisdom. We saw again that you were concerned, that 
there was something that you were doing that you had a plan you had a purpose for our life this is what you did and when we look back Lord God and we we see some of these just mere things that seemingly happened and uh, no particular rhyme or reason then we reflect again uh, we thank you God in guiding us oh in some of the positions that we occupy uh, the, oh it just sort of came and we we wondered somebody said a word here and somebody a word there and uh, we we just thought it was just sort of one of those things God and then when we have sat down and we looked back we have seen your hand in this guidance of perfect wisdom we, we want to thank you tonight because you've been wonderful in this perfect wisdom that we see we're here tonight Lord God uh, just to say thank you Oh, we know we should, and we harangue ourselves, and we, we hate ourselves when we don't, but we come tonight to, to do it. And the only way we know how to do it is to, is to talk to you, and, and to tell you in our own feeble way, and, and to think. And we, we think, Lord God, that you've told us that you're a God, uh, that you're everywhere present at the same time. We don't understand that, God, but we know that you're big enough to be all over in the night. That means something when we reflect, because a lot of us, have friends and we have loved ones in, in Vietnam. And Lord God, when we think that you're just as much there with our sons and daughters or with our husbands and wives as you are with us, well, that, that means something, Lord God, when we think about it because sometimes we get worried stiff and we just can't eat and we can't sleep and we know we shouldn't, but it, when we just sit down and we say, but God, you're just as much with them as you are with us, and here you are with all the power that nothing happens without your permission. And for us to be able to say tonight on the eve of Thanksgiving, Lord God, that they are in your hands just as much as we are, uh, we, we want to thank you. Then we, we see reason to be thankful. God, uh, that gives us courage. We wonder sometimes whether we have courage to go on. But uh, when we know that you fill heaven and earth, and we just let that sink in at times, then we're grateful, Lord God. Then, then it seems to come, and it comes sincerely, but it's only when we just take time to think. That's why we've come here tonight, to, to get everything else out of our mind, and to forget, and just to take a little time, and, and to say thank you. Now, this, is, this is what we're trying to do, and we know, God, that, that you understand, because uh, we who are your creatures... If, unless we think, uh, we aren't very grateful. We, uh, we just take so much for granted. But, but God, as we think, you've also told us that you're a, you're a holy God. We, we confess, God, that sometimes we wish you weren't quite as holy as you are because uh, when, when we sin and we realize just how holy you are, uh, we get frightened. And then we know that someday we're going to stand before you and we... Uh, we, we despair and we say, how can we with our sins ever stand before you, your holy God? But when we reflect on it as we do tonight, Lord God, that you're holy and sinless, we've got a lot of nice things that come to mind. And uh, that one is this, Lord God, that because you're holy, you have revealed what is right and wrong to us. And we're thankful for that. 
We're thankful that as Christians, Lord God, you've told us what's right, what pleases you, and you've told us what is wrong, what displeases you. So that when a matter of right and wrong comes into our life, that we don't have to stew and fret for about two weeks before we make a decision. That we can say, God says it's right, I do it. And God, when you say it's no, we say no. And that simplifies life. We don't have to tear ourselves to pieces and get a guilty feeling and just run around. Now, what do I do here and what do I do there, Lord God? It's, it's nice to know that when you spoke at Mount Sinai, when you gave your Ten Commandments, that you gave a decisive stand on what is right because you're a holy God. And therefore, life becomes very simple and it's not so complex for us. That every day when we're tempted and we say, this is wrong, we know it's wrong, and with your power we stop it. And so we have peace, and we're, we're grateful for that. Because, Lord God, if you'd never been a holy God and you hadn't told us what is right and what's wrong, we'd have an awful time because we just wouldn't know, and then we'd guess at it, and we'd have a lot of trouble. We're, we're grateful as we talk to you tonight that you are a holy God and Lord God we're thinking about you and we we want to say thank you we know we should and we just don't want to be told we should we want to and we're taking the time just to do a little thinking and as we think uh, we've got some real blessings we're thankful Lord God that you have made yourself known as a righteous God that you're fair we may sometimes feel that we're more than others. We know that isn't right. We may feel that uh, you like us better than you like others, and we know uh, that is not the truth. But tonight, Lord God, when we think that you're a, a fair God, that you don't play any favorites, that all of us are equally precious, well, then we see something good about that. What's good about that is this, that if we have turned aside from you and we... I wonder whether you want us back. If we've been mean and we've been blasphemous, we've turned our noses away from you and we just have had nothing to do with you. There are times when we sometimes say, well, God doesn't want anything to do with me, but Lord God, because you're fair, we know that any one of us, regardless of what we've done, we can, we can turn back. We know you'll never give us a cold shoulder because since you're a fair God and nobody's got an inside track, we know tonight that each one of us is just as precious as anybody else, that we're so precious that it seems as if we're the only one alive and you are just as much concerned about everybody as you are of each one of us, and that makes us feel good. You, you don't have a cold shoulder because... Again, you're a God of righteousness. We're all precious in your sight. We want to thank you for that, that it's never hopeless. We can always come back. We're, we're here to say thank you, God. And it, it, it's rather hard. Oh, we say, I should be thankful. I should come into your courts with praise. And uh, we say, but God, how do you turn it on? Uh, how, how do you get thankful? How do you have a spirit of joy and we know that you've got to start thinking and we know we've got to start thinking and we think of you, though God, when you tell us you're a God of love and we reflect on that, that means something. 
You're a God of love. Think of it. That you love us even though we don't love you and that you loved us even before we loved you. And you tell us that you loved us so much that you sent your son. That he came out of heaven. He came to the world became a human being. He went to the cross. He bore hell and damnation for us. He arose from the dead. He has a robe of righteousness for everyone who is sorry enough to repent and to put his faith in you. Lord God, when we stop tonight and we say, well, here another year has come, and here's another Thanksgiving, and you love us and you've saved us, if we could just get ourselves to realize what it means to be saved, what it means when death comes to go to heaven, to be washed whiter than snow in the blood of your Son, and then, Lord God, there's a lot to be thankful for. Because we know, and all of us here know, God, that this may be our last Thanksgiving. Life is very transitory. We know that. We know that in our own homes. We know that by the vacant shares we have. We know that by the sudden deaths that occur. We know that. And because death can come and you love us, and your Son, Jesus Christ, is our Savior, well, then we can start to thank you because being saved, really nothing else matters. To be saved and to spend eternity with you and with our loved ones. But God, uh, we've come to say thank you. This is our thanksgiving service. We know that you like to be thanked, that we express our gratitude and our appreciation, but you want it from the heart. And the only way we can do it is just to take time and do a little thinking. We, we thank you, Lord God, as we reflect on the fact that you've told us that you're trustworthy. We can, we can rely on you. We can depend on you. You're not an Indian giver. You don't give and take it back. When we reflect on that, Lord God, we must say, well, you are true to your promises, then we look back in our life and we think of the, oh, the number of things we've worried about. Know how we've worried about this was going to happen or that was going to happen and we hesitated to turn to you for help and yet your promises remain true and tonight we're so grateful that so many of those things that we lost sleep about that we worried about that we showed a lack of faith and trust in you about they never did happen. No, because of you. Oh, how silly, Lord God, at times we've been when we didn't trust you. When as your child we, we just didn't fall asleep with our head as it were on your bosom and we fretted and we worried and we stewed and uh, those things never happened. But also, Lord God, because you're trustworthy, we, we also thank you that there were times when with your promises, you told us that you'd remove the difficulties or you'd do something better and you'd give us strength to bear. We are mindful of, oh, of all of us, Lord God, when in our homes, when we saw calamity or illness coming to us or loved one, we said, oh, no, Lord. We, oh, no, God, don't, don't ever let that happen. I can't stand that, God. I'll never be able to take that. Don't, don't ever let that happen. And Oh, remember, God, how many we told you, I just can't stand I My faith would never stand it, and uh, you let it happen. 
And we, we want to thank you because you let some of those things happen, God. Uh, we learned something when you let it happen. We, we all thought we only had a ton and a half truck and we, oh, we cried and we said, oh, God, don't. I can't take a ten-ton load on my little ton and a half truck and then, Lord God, you, you showed us something. It's that a ten-ton load. And it was heavy. It was heavy. But we want to thank you that in those moments when, oh, we just groaned and we just thought we couldn't stand it, somehow or other, uh, that uh, ton and a half truck became a ten-ton truck. We found some blessings, Lord God. We found that we were drawn a little closer to you. We found that you came to mean more and more to us. We found out what it meant to trust. We were so weak and we were so helpless that we learned that there was real joy and comfort in just letting loose and just putting our whole weight on you. God, we're even thankful when we think about it for, for the tears since last Thanksgiving. Then we learn something else, God, when you let the old ten-ton load come. We suddenly became aware that we weren't the only people alive in the world. We suddenly looked around and we saw how selfish we get at times. We suddenly saw that it was all the big I, the big perpendicular pronoun, I, I. And we looked around and we saw others who again had a bigger load than we had. And then we began to know what mercy was and what compassion was. Then we began, Lord God, to go out of our way. We began to be our brother's keeper. We began to be concerned about others and we realized they were creatures of God too. And then we really began to live, began to help. We began to pray for others. We began to have a kind word. We began to share. We began to be your hands and your feet and your lips. God, tonight we're, we're grateful. We are thankful. Oh, we realize that as we talk to you, we lack so much, but you promised us that when we come and we talk to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that all of the weaknesses of our speaking to you, uh, they're overcome by him, and that's why we talk to you in the name of Jesus. We talk to you in the name of Jesus Christ in this hour in church on the night before Thanksgiving. We are grateful, Lord God. We're thankful. We pray that you would bless each one of our homes. Bless our house, O oh Lord, we pray. Make it safe by night and day. We pray in... Jesus' name, amen.
the peace of God which passeth all human understanding keep and unite your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.